Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're so excited excited to join us today. Before we jump in, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. Excuse me. First of all, Dr. Dish, um, the number one shooting machine on the market, not only innovative in technology and customer service and and so easy to set up and use. I think a five-year-old could do it. I would not recommend it. Um, It's not super safe, but um, it is a safe machine, but I wouldn't have a five-year-old using it. I don't think they could get it over the net. Uh, mention Coach Unplugged, and they could give you $400 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. I started teachhoops.com because I was a high school coach. I wish this had been out there for me. You know, I've I've won at the highest level. We've won multiple state titles. We've been nationally ranked. Um, but I wanted to share things that I thought would be helpful for a high school basketball coach or youth basketball coach, a college basketball coach. And that's why I started teachhoops.com to make you a better basketball coach. And that's why we do one-on-one calls and office hours and why I give a 14 day free trial. Cause I want to help you. And if you only need 14 days, go kick, go kick the tires. Maybe that's all you need, but anyway, um, go over and check it out and, uh, let's head off to the podcast. Like, cause it's super competitive that way. Just, just makes you, I, what really surprises me about the U S is that when our kids leave here, our kids, when they come over here under victory scholarship, they're, they're leaving here maybe 24 and a half, 25 years of age. They're going back to the States and basketball is over. Right. I mean, we had a, a team four years ago and I had a 46-year-old guy playing for me. Right. And yeah. I had a 17-year-old guy in the same team. Right. You know, so, like, I mean, yeah. play as long as you can play. I mean, I can't believe there aren't structured leagues over there in, in the States, in, in each state, where you can then from after college right. guys who don't make the NBA guys who don't right. make the G league guys who don't get a chance to go and, you know, play in, in Europe and in China and right. Australia and all these places, uh, how you can't have a league for those guys 
it's just it's beyond me it really it's beyond is. me it's, it's beyond me with it's beyond me and ba- like baseball i don't know if you know anything about american baseball but american bit, baseball american baseball has that it's got like the college league and then it's got it's got single a double a triple a major league like you can there start you know. here and work your way up there's guys that are in the minor leagues the minor leagues for 10 years yeah, but, yeah, and they're yeah. making a living. They're not getting rich, but they're they're paying their bills and eating and like playing baseball. Um, it, it's here, like we have what we call local leagues. So local leagues. Right. Let's say I'm from the Midlands. So yeah. you'll have maybe seven or eight, ten teams in the. In what's the what's the closest? What's the biggest city close to you? Uh, Dublin is is only forty five minutes from. Forty five minutes. Okay. And the same. I live in Port Leash, but I I work. I coach in Carlo. Okay. And it's only forty five minutes from Carlo as well. So it's it's pretty easy to get in and out. Okay. Um, yeah. What I was saying is that, like, we with the local leagues here, like that's the way we do it. Like, I mean, literally, your teams are moving up now to get into the national league. You have to apply to get in there, and then you have to go through an interview process to make sure that you have the funding and the players behind it to make sure it's sustainable for your club. Right. So, Basketball Ireland have done a really good job the last few years of making sure that they're not breaking clubs' backs by by allowing them into the the National League and Super Leagues where money is obviously a, a major issue. Right. And it will be interesting if they have to, if they have to maybe condense a couple teams together. I mean, you, know, you wonder if things are going to have to happen with this whole. Yeah. Like it, it's, you know, like we've never seen anything like it in our, I've never seen anything like it. In my it's a hundred. It's a, yeah. I'm, well, like I told you, I'm a nine, stats teacher. It's crazy. This is a hundred. Spanish is, flu was the last one, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a hundred years ago. It's 1918 is, to 1920. Yeah. I think it was, I was just reading up about it before we come on. You'll love uh, this. I have a son who's just going off who just graduated high school is going off to college and we're trying to figure out if we're going to send him like, wow. we're, we're, we're not sure college is going to start, you know, who knows? Yeah, you I, know. I've talked to my boss, uh, Donald McNally is a sports director in IT Carlo. And he was saying that they had a, a conference call with all the sports directors in Ireland last week about when college will start for them this year. And, right. and like everything is coming in now because you're talking about scholarships as well. I mean, due to colleges, are the colleges able to afford full scholarships because now they don't have, the, the revenue from, you know, maybe six months of this year or four months of this year. So like they're saying that college probably won't start in Ireland until definitely November and possibly January next year. That's crazy. Um, let's dive in. Let's go back to the practicing because that's been on my brain a lot. Give yeah. me, um, give me some, give me some tidbits on practice, some keys, some big things you think practice wise for you. So f- for me, making sure Again, I've written some stuff down for myself here as well, just because uh, okay. I'm getting old and I need it. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Little little pick. I call it a, what I call it. I refer to it as my senior moments. I'm there you go. There senior you go. moments. <laughs> now, like it's usually important to to make sure your practice and your your practice plan is set up for what you want to get from your team and what they need to get from you as well. How structured so, is it? Do you leave a drill even though you don't feel good about it? Or do you keep going until you feel good? 15 to 20 different offensive drills. Okay. And I would use them. Ireland's a lot. Again, this is where we'll show you the difference. Like we get a two hour slot on a Wednesday night. Okay. From eight o'clock to 10 o'clock. This is our men, let's say. Okay. So we go Monday night from 6.30 to 8.30, Wednesday night from 8 to 10, and then some Friday nights, not every Friday night, we, we can go from 8 to 10 as well. So there's our six hours practice a week. Okay. Um, and that's the only contact time I'll have with those guys. Okay. Uh, so I try and structure preseason is obviously different. You, you can structure your strength and conditioning and all that kind of works to, to make sure you're getting them ready for the 
start of the season. But when right. we get into the season, if we're playing Ballon Colleague this week, I want to make sure that I'm going to run every drill of every offense that we're going to be using that week. So okay. my drills, my shooting drills, I say, for example, are based around what offenses I use. Right. So when we're in a game situation, the guys are comfortable with shooting from the position they're in because okay. they've practiced it all week and they're getting ready. Same with our defense. So like a Ballon colleague, for example, this year who were unbeaten in our league, had a fantastic American come in this year, a guy called Andre Nation, really good player, was D1 in the States, kind of uh, had a few personal problems, but is after really doing a great job the last couple of years, getting his life back together and coming over here and been just an absolute rock star in Ireland. Right. Every club in the country loved him. But like we knew we, we were going to, right, Andre's playing, right, they've got Kieran O'Sullivan, so now we're going to go triangle him too on right. defense. We're going to try and negate as much as we can those two players, take a percentage of their scoring ability right. away, and that's going to help us. And now we'll do that in practice. Practice, okay. Yep. You know, and, and that's like planning for that is, is major. I mean, I've gone into a couple of practices last year where I, during the day, I was, didn't have time to, to set up my practice plan. And I'm going in and doing stuff off the top of my head, and you can see how sloppy practice is. Yeah. You know, when you go into practice and everything, I, I time everything. So I yeah. allow, you know, because I've got two hours I right. to get everything done. Uh, like we have X amount of time for a warm up, X amount of time for shooting drills, for defensive drills, box out drills. Then we're into game stuff. I think that I think the key too, and I we've all done that. All walked in when we sure enough. If, if you're honest with yourself, we've all done that in some stretch. But it's it's similar to when I walk into my classroom. If I'm not ready, it's good, but it's not great. No. It's like you got to know where you're going. Um, yeah, we, we saw towards the end of the season, like we we went our last nine games before uh, we had to finish. We we went nine games unbeaten after being beaten in the cup final. And we were really looking forward to the playoffs and, and getting ready to go. But that's because every single practice we went to was probably more difficult than the game we were going to have that weekend. Right. When we scrimmaged and we played against each other, our guys were hitting each other and hurting each other more than any team could ever hurt us. And we right. knew we were going to be ready for the playoffs. And it was going to take a really, really good team to beat us. And I don't think, I honestly think had we had, we had playoffs this year, I think we'd have won them again. We won them two years ago. And we had the same kind of stretch coming down and how yeah. hard was that to end without actually ending? For me, it was, it was awful. You know, I mean, <laughs> our, our, our women's season had finished, and we did a great job this year. We just had so – like, I coach both teams, so I coach our right. women's Super League and our men's national league. The women's season, we, we've done a fantastic job to stay in the women's Super League because of, you know, injuries and, and just a lack of players. Like, we literally we played the whole season with nine players. We had right. two Americans in who were phenomenal. Like, Caitlin was – third top scorer in the league. She got a first team all-star, which is our first time to have a women's super league all-star. And we had a kid called Alyssa Fizels in as well, who was our Velez. Uh, she was a fourth top scorer in the league. So like our two Americans did a fantastic job to keep us in the league this year. But we had 16 year old, two 16 year old kids starting. All right. <laughs> level. You know, playing against the best team, best players in this country. Right. Uh, when that league was over, I was actually pretty happy that we'd done a great job to stay up. When the men's league was over, I'm kind of going, you know, and we all were like we, we were. We went to our practice on Wednesday night, and we were told we were quarterfinals. You know that weekend, and then we get a phone call the following day, say your season's over, and everybody's season's over. And it, it, it's for the greater good. And I 100% agree with the decision that was right. made. And they were the first sports uh, national government body in Ireland to do it. Uh, and a lot of things followed it, and it was a, it was a really really 
brave thing to do. Yeah. Because you it's know, a hard a thing. It's a hard thing. It's a no win for those people that make those calls. Do do. So what happens with moving up and down leagues? Is that going to, yeah, how are they doing the that? League, the leagues had just finished. So all okay. the league, okay. league games had just finished. So that, that was, that was pretty good. The only thing would be obviously your second from top in division one and the second from bottom in division two, they didn't get a chance to play off. Right. So even if they came back at the start of the next year and decided to play that game, they couldn't really because it would be different players. You know, right. Because they have different American so you basically got to leave it the way it is for next year. I think so, yeah. I think it's going to be left the way it is for next year, apart from the two teams that won their league and have been promoted. Right. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Um, so if you could talk to your younger self, what would you say? A younger self. Wow. That's a really good question. Uh, um, <laughs> I love that one because everyone kind of gives different things, you know, what would you say? Yeah. For me, I think when I was, when I was younger as a coach, definitely. Um, and I, I started coaching when I was in high school, I coached my own high school team and we just used to have a teacher that came with us to games for insurance purposes. Right. Uh, <laughs> And I think back then, like, uh, I was probably that, that guy on the sideline who annoyed everybody. I'm probably still the guy on the sideline who annoys everybody. But I, uh, back then, it was it, it was just done for the sake of doing it. Whereas now, I think I'm, uh, I know what I need to do on the sideline to, to assist my players and to get the results that we need to get. Uh, what would I tell myself? Tell myself to, we, we say cop on over here. So just relax. Okay. You know, what do you uh, say? Learn, say that learn. again. Say, say that cop, again. Cop on. Cop on. Okay. There you go. Cop on to yourself. Cop Means, yeah. You know, relax. You know, take it easy with yourself. Okay. Um, I, I just say probably I'm not a big reader. I'm more a visual person. Okay. So I think I would have probably got read a lot more, done a lot more that way. I'm I'm definitely more visual. I like watching stuff and learning that way, and video and stuff, and watching it back and learning, uh, like with our games. I, We'd have a game on a Saturday at 8 o'clock in Killarney. I'd be home at 12 o'clock. I'd stick it on the TV and watch it until 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Right. Same game that I'm just after been at. I you know. know. So, yeah, I'm definitely a visual person. Um, yeah. What would you say? Learn more. I think, the, and know? I think the relaxing is good. That's what I would tell myself. It's like, take it yeah. easy. It will be okay. Because I, I think I, the I, losses hurt a lot more in my 20s and 30s. Like, uh, I don't like losing. <laughs> I don't like <laughs> no. losing either. Trust we, me. We, we, played, um, we played Bulgaria in the semifinals of the FIBA European Championships. And it was a team that I knew we could beat. And we, we did a pretty good job of staying with them at halftime with three points down. We lost the game by I think, eight points in the end. But that's one loss that will live with me for the rest of my life. Because I think had we won that game, we'd have won the European Championships, which for a country the size of Ireland is ridiculous. Right. You know, is absolute. Like we were going out there with my friends who are really good coaches. You know, you know, if you can get one yeah. or two wins, now you do. Well. They just didn't realize how good a team these girls were. You know, right. I mean, these these guys, you point them in a direction, in a direction, and they just go. It's it's what I refer to as lightning in the bottle. When you catch that, it's on you. You you can't replicate it. It's like. Oh. Yeah. These girls wanted to play for each right. other. Yeah. These girls wanted to, they've played with each other at international level since they were 14 years of age. Yeah. They've already won a silver medal in the European Championships at under 18. Right. Uh, we had not won a game at under 20 for 16 years until these girls came around. Right. And like we go in, we beat Ukraine in our first game, we beat Great Britain in our second game, bad loss to Israel, and then we beat Croatia. Right, and then we beat GB again in the in the third place playoff to win a bronze medal, which was right. watching these girls in practice. Watching the like we talked earlier on about practice has been 
harder than game. Every time these girls come to practice, they challenge me right. to be a better coach. I, uh, my special teams, I've had it like, well, we got to call practice off because this is just getting too intense. Like, someone's going to get hurt. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> After getting hurt, it, it's, it's time to call it off. But also, right. then, let's let them go as far as yeah. I'm concerned. You know, if, right. they're, if they're not, if they're going after each other, they want each other to be better. They do. They do. I've had sessions and practices where, you know, guys were taking it easy and other guys because, you know, they wanted them to feel a little bit better, but they're not getting better as players. And we're right. not getting better as a team if you're doing that. What do you look for in an American? Again, great question. So, like, and, how, and, how, and that, so that question, what do you look for in an American and how do you find them? Right. So, again, we, we've got a good little network now. Uh, well, I, I've got one over the last couple of years by talking to people like yourself. And, right. Uh, I have a good friend down in Weymouth there, Jimmy Dolan. Yep. Uh, obviously, Tim. And yep. then a few of the, the guys who are playing in the States from Ireland, like Jordan Blount, who was at UIC, and, you know, players like Suzanne McGuire, who was, who, Suzanne was at Fordham, uh, a good friend of mine, Susan Moore, and is still at St. Joe's. Yep. You know, so, like, that network is there, and we can, you know, it's literally, it's, it's word of mouth, it's picking up the phone and going. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You know... Have you any good players that are around right. this year that would like to do a master's? Because we don't offer money in IT Carl, so they don't get paid with us. Right. So if they're coming to us, they're, they're, they're offered a master's degree, which is a great incentive to an American as well, because like if you're in the States, a master's is going to cost you 100K right. over two years. Right. Whereas you come to Ireland, you can get that master's degree. It's over one year. It's worldwide renowned and, right. and you're good to go. You know. Um, and so they just got to get there. Yeah, they're gonna like. Sometimes we're able to help out with, with you know, flights and stuff like that. Right. Um, they get here. We like we'll take care of accommodation. They get a meal a day. Okay. Uh, we'll get them some coaching with with younger kids in, in different clubs where they'll they earn maybe twenty five euros an hour and stuff like okay. that. Where they're yep. able to get some spending money. Right. Um, like sports changes life has been the real eye opener over here. Okay. I mean. They've done a fantastic job. They, they're in with the, is it the Mac? Yeah. And they're, they have a, a partnership with the Mac and somebody else is it the, I can't think of who the other, the other one is. But they bring in these kids coming straight out of, of college and they bring them here, part of their foundation. They take them for a week's orient, orientation up in Belfast where they, they get them their coaching badges for Ireland. Right. And, you know, they, they go through all the, the stuff they need for coming down south to to be able to coach kids and, and play, right. and then they they come to their their colleges and do their master's degree, play for the college, play for the, the club that's involved, or linked with the college, coach in the local area, help with uh, disadvantaged kids in the local it's, area. It's a really good um, program, to be fair. It is great, and, and the great thing about it is there's an interview process for that. So the kids coming into the the scholarship. We'll have four, maybe five interviews, so good people come out of it. Right. You know, yeah. so yeah. you're not going to have issues. Right. You, that, that's what you don't want. Um, 
Can you think of one coaching moment we could dive into that might help the listeners in your career? Like one coaching moment, a good one, a bad one, a sad so, one, a happy uh, one. So I suppose we, we played um, many years. I think it was back around nine or was it 20, 2008 or maybe, maybe 08 or 09. Uh, it was just a local, locally. My, my, my best friend was playing and, they hadn't had a coach all year and I, right. I just finished for, I'm, I'm on a nine month contract in Carlo and I, I just finished my nine months in Carlo and they came to what they call the top fours. So it's basically the last four teams in each league playoff for semi-final and final. And he asked me, would I, would I go along and coach um, his team for the semi-final and final? And most of these guys I would have coached when they were younger anyway. So right. didn't have an issue with, with jumping right. in and, and right. helping out, you know? Right. Uh, as he said to me before, you, you only have to call subs, that's all you have to do, you know? <laughs> um, because they were that good. But they, they ended up playing against this uh, group of guys from Mullingar, who were every single one of the guys, bar one, were Lithuanian. Okay. And these guys could really play ball. Now. They were right. a serious, serious team. Uh, but we played them, and we were three points up. With uh... So here's a question I'm going to give you. You're three points up. Uh Dave got the ball in their backcourt, 24-second shot clock, and there's 16 seconds on the are you in the Are you in the bonus? Are they in the bonus? No. You, you have two to give. I have two to give? Two to give. Oh, I start following. Yeah, so I, let him, I just said, look, let him get it in. Let him get it in. Let him dribble a little let toward him, half let court. Him get, let him get it up over half court, then foul him. And they yep. all kind of looked at me and said, why? Because they're not going to the free throw line. Right. It ended up the last foul was with one second to go. It put them on the line for two free throws so they couldn't win the game. Right. And the thing is, how often do someone actually get a rebound and then put it back in? It doesn't happen that often. I'm, I'm a Celtics supporter, so I saw it this year with Tatum and, and Brown. Did you see that game? I did. That, but that, that, doesn't, that, that doesn't That's not going to happen very yeah. often at yeah. all. The math, teacher, the math teacher in me says, you just, you just did an observational study. You saw one occurrence. There you go. <laughs> thousands of occurrences that happen. And don't make your judgment on that. Brad Stevens, yeah. I think, is one of the best coaches. I absolutely adore him. I do. I mean, I literally, he is like on my bucket list to talk to. Like, he is like I, one of like five guys I would like literally walk through a wall of fire to talk to. He yeah, is him, a mastermind. Him, himself, Bobby Knight, and Pop are the three yeah. I want to talk to. Yeah. Uh, but Pat Price, who's a good, another good friend of mine. Pop, Pat was, Pop's unbelievable. Pop's oh, unbelievable. Love him. Love him. Love him. Uh, yeah. Pat Price is a good friend of mine. Actually, he lives in Ireland here. He's, he's an American. He's from over around Philly somewhere. Uh, he's just started his first podcast this week. Okay. And his first podcast was Jay Laranaga. Okay. So Jay is, is Brad's assistant coach, but Jay played basketball senior men's level for Ireland and was player coach. Okay. And Pat was his, his assistant coach while he was here. But it was an excellent podcast. I mean, he, what's the name of it? Uh, I'll find it out for you. I don't yeah. actually have it with me. I'll find it out for you and I'll send it to you later. Okay. Um, it's a really, really good listen. Now it really is. Pat is Pat is very knowledgeable. I, I've been lucky enough to work camp with him a couple of years and got him up to practice sessions with my teams. And uh, he coached the team that won. Sorry, that came second in the men's super league this year. Uh, Tralee Tigers. They're the only team in the country that's getting you know a thousand people at their right. game every game. You know, right. really, really exceptionally good coach. Exceptionally good. What um do you um do you have a favorite drill practice drill? 
Yeah, uh, I love my. So I always I start every single practice with our fast break drills. Okay. And I think that's going to get us up tempo, start of the session, going to get everybody running, get everybody's blood, you know, moving a little bit. Uh, we we run a drill called it's just a sideline fast break drill called truck and trailer. Okay. Uh, so it's a five man drill, uh, starting, let's say the defensive end, or you go full court, make a layup. The, the the one goes free throw line extended for the outlet. The two rebounds outlets to the one. The three hits the free throw line, then hits the halfway line where it misses side where it meets the sideline. Your five would go baseline on the weak side, and then baseline to baseline for the rebound on the opposite side. And your your shooter would hit just over halfway, hits the corner, basically for. Pass from one to three, three to five, shot in the corner. You got your trailers coming down as well. So it's boom, 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 boom. Ball never hits the floor once the <laughs> ball goes. It's it's four dribbles to get down the floor and make your layup. And then it's never hits the floor. And we've got to put the ball in the basket twice. And we also can call numbers off it. So we make sure that everybody's running the floor. So first first time down, it might go corner and four hits the shot. Right. And then we'll call three. So three's going to make the pass to him. He's going to make a cut to the basket, receive make the layup then the weak side has got to make the layup to make two scores every time and I, I just love it because i think it really gets everybody moving at the start it gets everybody concentrating at the start because you're calling out their numbers so they have to concentrate at the start of the session i think I that's think a great thing for for coaches that are listening to it's like how you set the tone early matters like big time oh it's if, a, if if you go into a session and and you're lazy right everything around you is going to be lazy Right, I, I arrive at practice at least a half an hour before practice starts. Right, uh, I make sure that you know I'm ready to go, regardless of what else is happening around me. That I'm ready to go. So if I'm ready to go, I know the guys when they come in or the girls when they come in, they're going to be ready to go. And I've had those sessions where I haven't been ready. Right, and you can then see how poorly the session goes. Do you, you know, tape practice? Sorry, do you tape practice? Do I tape practice? Sometimes we, we, we tape different things in practice. You know, I mean, maybe stuff that we'd be using uh, that weekend in a game, we tape it and send it out to the girls. Look at this or the guys look at this. This is, you know, we did this really well. We did this. We could have done this a little little bit better. Uh, I'm very positive when it comes to coaching. I, I, I don't like to, first thing I think is, is very important as a coach is that no matter what player asks you a question or, how silly that question might be to you. That question is not silly to that person that's asking. You know, you, you've got right. to answer every question without being demeaning towards that player. And I think that's very important. Uh, Undivided attention is what I refer to it as. What, yeah. what do you think the hardest concept to teach? Love Communication. that. Communication. Like, I mean, <laughs> it's a major, major thing, um, both ends of the floor. So we've brought in with our drills now, with our shooting drills, when you're passing, even if you're just walking and passing, you're passing the ball to someone, you're calling that person's name. Right. Um, you know, if we're running our, our, our fast break drills, that every time you're passing the ball, you're calling the person's name that you're passing. You're shooting the ball. You're calling shot. If you're rebounding, you're calling rebound. So, and if you don't do it, well, then there's going to be consequences. Right. And it's not just for you. It's for everybody. So something we make sure as well is that we don't punish individuals. We punish the team. So everything then revolves around teamwork. Yeah, um, it's a, so it's a, it's such a hard thing. It's like I, I I don't remember what I heard, but basically a quiet gym's a losing gym. I so agree with that. 
Um, 100%. I was, I was in a podcast a couple of weeks ago and a coach was, we were talking about the same subject and I said, how do you do it? He goes, I have a, I have an app called, I don't remember what it's called. I'll look at my phone here, but it's basically, it's a decibel app and it basically tells how loud the gym is. It's sound meter uses sound meter. So he, he, he pulls it out and looks at it. And if the sound meter isn't to the right, like eighties or nineties, well, the gym's not, you're not talking enough. Don't um, get that. <laughs> yeah, it's free. It's called Sound Meter. I'm not, I have no affiliate with this. People are listening to it, but it's free. And it basically looks, um, it's like, here, I'll show you. It, it, see that? And then if it gets yeah. to, yeah, yeah. we're in the 90s because I'm, ta- I'm a real loud talker. So if it's, if it's in the 90s, we're good. And if it's not, then, you know, you got to deal with yeah, it. So. I, I always say to, to my guys, like, especially the start of the game, we're playing defense and we want, every, we want it to be the loudest gym in the country. Right. We just don't say, we don't say the loudest gym. We want to do the loudest gym in the country. Right. So you're shouting, you're talking all the time. My captain this year with, with my men's team, uh, a guy called James, uh, Butsy we call him, Butsy right. Butler. Um, unbelievable talker. I mean, tall, six foot six, skinny kid, would literally would die in it. He'd go through a wall for you, this guy, you know. But right. he talks and talks and talks. And it doesn't matter what he's saying, once he's saying something. Everybody I, knows where he is. You know what I mean? They always know. Um, do you have any superstitions or, or are uh, you superstitious? A <laughs> little bit. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, nothing like, you know, putting the same socks on or anything okay. like that. But <laughs> I, I do, I started, uh, we, we started kind of a stretch um, over here where we went eight games on, on beating and I wore the same shirt for eight games and then we lost the cup final. So I, I burned put it. it, put it, put it in the bin, um, and I got a new shirt. And then we won nine games in a row in that shirt. So this is a thing for me. As long as the streak goes in the shirt, I wear the shirt. As soon as we lose, the shirt comes off. Right. Oh, I and love that's that. My only superstition. Um, what's one thing you've learned in the last year? So there's a, a guy over here called. Brian Cody, um, and Brian Cody is the he was the coach of Kilkenny. It's, it's a county over here, and they they've won the most All Ireland hurling titles ever. He's this guy's a phenomenal man. I, I'm lucky enough to have been at a couple of his sessions with with his hurling team. So there's 30 players in the hurling panel, and as soon as the man walks into the room, you can feel the aura about him. You, like right. you can see every player there, the amount of respect that is there from everything just goes quiet. You listen to what he has to say and you move on. But he just, he, he was presenting the scholarships at our scholarship awards uh, okay. last year. And he just said, um, you know, don't limit yourself. So players don't limit yourself to thinking this is the best you can be. You, you think about that and then raise the roof a little bit more and then raise the roof a little bit more. There are no limits to what you can do. I love that. I, love I think that. that's, that's something I've learned myself and it's something I'm starting to, believe in that. Uh, what type of basketball do you guys use in, in, in Ireland? So we use the Molten, GG, uh, okay. yeah, GG7 for the men, GG6 for the, for the women. And how do you we like to, that? Uh, not as nice as the old top flight you use. use no, we top. tend to use like Wilson or Spalding. Spalding. So the Spalding would be a top flight, I think, okay. in, in Europe. Um, yeah. Top flight 100 is a really good ball. Spalding ball was a good ball. The Spalding TK1000, I think, is what we use. It's all about I feel. Actually, yeah. I have one here. We had, um, what did we have? We had the Belfast Classic 
Okay. Uh, back Christmas before last. Yep. Uh, so we had eight Division One college teams okay. came to Ireland and played in Belfast. Okay. And I was lucky enough to be the. Um, uh, I was looking after USF for okay. for the week. So yep. my the, the the guy I had to look after most was was Big Bill. So that was right. that was all good for a week. You know, we <laughs> we, we talked some great basketball. Oh, I bet you and, did. And. Uh, but I got to shoot with that ball then and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, I don't like our molten ball. And the, the one we use at international level is a GX. Okay. And it's really, really slippy. Uh, like, it's ridiculously slippy. And where's that made? I think molten are a German company. I'm not is sure. Is it a German? And is it like the one that has the yellow stripe on it? That's the one. Yeah. 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 yeah it's it's kind of brown, brown kind of white and then a yellow stripe. Yeah. It's, it's just, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't have to shoot with it anymore, though, so I don't mind. You yeah, know it I mean? doesn't. It doesn't matter as much as for you. What What do you think? So, last question. Then we're gonna do some rapid fire. What um, what, what do you think the biggest change you've seen over in your last in the last twenty years, or what's the biggest change you've seen in basketball? Uh, players are definitely getting more athletic. Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that. If you want to hear more of these, <laughs> go over and uh, join teachhoops.com. A uh, 14-day free trial allows us allows us to do this, and then subscribe, like, jump up and down, do whatever you got to do. Um, tell us how. Tell us what you want to hear in the future. Steve at teachhoops.com. All right, have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.